entrepreneurs, small business owners, professionals who seek excellence, bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show. Here's Marty Wolf. We still got it. Welcome back to the Business Builders Show. I'm Marty Wolf, along with my sidekick, Carrie Carney, and our producer, Tom Jenkins. We're going to do our best to inform, educate, inspire, and entertain you, our audience of entrepreneurs, small business owners, and all professionals who seek excellence. And Carrie, you mentioned something to me over the weekend that we have a more expanded audience than even I realized. Talk yes, to me about that. My 90-something aunt. Is she okay saying? Yeah, her she's age? proud of her age. She's proud of her age. She listens to the show on computer. Okay. So she's out there banging out emails all the time. She gets it. So this is a shout out for my Aunt BB. All right. Good deal. Okay. Now, today, in addition to Aunt BB, maybe more so than other shows, we're going to challenge you. We are going to ask you to. Slow it down and take it easy. Just slow it down. In segments two and three of the show, we'll be talking about a book by author Susan Cain. The title of that book is Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. And we'll use her TED Talk from TED.com as the basis for our conversation today. I just want to point out something. In the praise section of her book, a gentleman by the name of Andrew Keen of CNN.com says, quote, a reminder of the importance of introspection and solitude in our Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter age of incessant updates, retweets, likes, and pokes. <laughs> I like that. Also, a gentleman by the name of Phil Johnson from Forbes.com says about the book, Quiet, the book, challenge my basic assumptions about how to build collaborative organizations and where good ideas come from and from where good ideas come from. Let me make that correction. Essential ingredients for effective marketing. So before Carrie and Tom, before we get to our discussion about Susan Cain's work, let's talk about how you can perform at your peak level with these five mind-sharpening tips. This article, Carrie, and the article that we're going to be talking about in the fourth segment come from the digital edition of Success Magazine, the February edition. So the title is Perform at Your Peak Level with These Five Mind-Sharpening Tips. And the question that this author asks right out of the gate is, did you know your mind is the gateway to your success? I'm going to repeat that. Did you know your mind is the gateway to your success? It holds the keys to unlock innovation, ingenuity, and potential to grow your business, to overhaul your business, to do a good business. How you think and what you think about impacts everything. I have a saying that I've shared that I'm sure that I've stolen from someone else that says, what you think about comes about. I like that one. Succinctly said. I like that one. So from a competitive position, um, you know, building your business to um, impeccable leadership, your mindset is the greatest um, dictator. It, it dictates what you're thinking about and what you're going to do. So maybe we need to upgrade our thinking a little bit. So, Carrie, let's, let's talk, get into it. Let's My get, mind is hungry. All right. Let's talk about this. So the first thing and we'll we'll say who this comes from. Her name is Terry Nicole Harrison. First thing she talks about is optimize your mind. Hmm. As athletes, 
optimize their body and their physical attributes. She's suggesting that entrepreneurs and business people and professionals may want to think about optimizing their minds. Um, Stop that self-defeating thoughts. Stop those negative patterns. Replace them with powerful and confident thoughts. They're only sabotaging your efforts. Manage your mind, she's suggesting. Refuse to allow fear and insecurity to contaminate your business. Carrie, you wanted to talk about a friend of ours, Weldon Long. Yeah, Weldon Long. I think Weldon always used the acronym of F-E-A-R, fear, as false evidence appearing real. Mm. That's your thinking. It's Why try it? It's going to turn out bad. No, get rid of that. There's no evidence that it's going to turn out bad. Well, let's let's go back to my line. What you think about comes about. Yeah. If yeah. you think if about negative things. You planted the seed for failure. They're going to come. <laughs> if you think about positive things, they probably will come. Why? Because you'll take action. You'll think about it and you'll take action. Point number two from perform at your peak level with these five mind sharpening tips is resist distractions. We talk about this often. Resist distractions. We live in a distraction-filled world. We can't not let all those distractions, Facebook, all these non-revenue-producing activities, we've got to stop the non-revenue-producing activities. Successful entrepreneurs, successful people are results-driven. They spend their time where they're getting results. Point number three. Get Get more sleep. Boy, we need to talk to Carrie about getting more sleep, Tom. Huh? He struggles with yeah. the sleep thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Maybe that's the world telling me I'm sleeping while I'm awake. When I try to sleep, I can't sleep. Now, remember, these are mind-sharpening tips. So she says sleep. And by the way, we see this a lot in high-performance literature, how important sleep is, um, which kind of makes sense. Um, but it says Skimping on the Z's impacts your ability to focus, to retain information, and to sustain productivity. And she suggests, as most people, that you need about seven hours of sleep to recharge your body and to turbo boost boost your mind. You got to get some sleep. Yeah. And, And we always read about that there's these high performers that do excellent work on four or five hours. They're they're not the norm. You really, your body has to recoup, and it's just going to make you fresher each day to do better work. And they can't keep it up. I don't care who you are. I don't. If somebody may call in to me, send me an email, say, well, I've been doing this for three years. Let me tell you, you're on a dangerous path, my friend. Get some sleep. All right. Next thing, upgrade your circle. Who you hang with will impact how you think, how you act and what you do exposure to a diverse group of folks breeds creativity collaboration and intellectual promise what's the fan what's the saying it's from proverb twenty-seven seventeen: as iron sharpens iron so one person sharpens another and i put it a different way tom that you and i may understand a little better you can't fly with the eagles if you're always with the turkeys that's it that's it we grabbed that one stick with the winners (laughs) hang with the winners baby you know all right point number five in uh five mind sharpening tips is stop it all she says she asked a question what would happen if you just stopped and did nothing for 20 minutes a day 
Everybody is freaking out I right we now. we all stopping right. for a moment yeah. like, there. <laughs> how can we do that? If, if you just stop thinking about, well, what am I going to do next? High productivity. Uh, 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 go, 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 go. She's suggesting stop it all. Resist, resist the idea or the need to talk or to think about something. You know, one of our greatest resources is to relax because and to think because this will allow you to be creative. So she says... Once a day, I suggest even more, just stop it and repower your thinking with stillness and silence. This is so important. And we're going to talk about introverts and extroverts and solitude and all those kinds of things with our guest. And she doesn't know she's our special guest, but we're going to talk about her book. Her book is uh, Quiet. Our guest is Susan Kane, and she wrote a great book. We'll be right back on The Business Builder Show. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Marty Wolf here. I want to introduce you to my newest sponsor, Live Mercury. As you know, I put a premium on real-world experience. That's why, when I decided to upgrade my web presence, I sat down with Live Mercury, a digital agency that specializes in taking a strategic approach to success online. Every one of their strategy experts has extensive experience starting new ventures as well as working with existing businesses to achieve success. My new site just launched, and I'd love to know what you think. But I also have a very special offer for the first 10 listeners who go to 30 Minutes with my marketing coach.com. I've asked Live Mercury to give the first 10 listeners who go to 30 minutes with my marketing coach.com a no obligation 30 minute review of your website with the Live Mercury website strategy expert. Go to 30 minutes with my marketing coach.com right now and apply some real world experience to your web presence. For your next regional or national meeting, are you looking for a professional facilitator to keep things on track so your meeting meets the objectives? Have you assembled a group of subject matter experts for a panel and you need a moderator who is skilled in keeping the conversation focused on what really matters? Do you want a speaker for your next meeting who will engage the audience in a way that makes the meeting fun and memorable? Marty Wolf of the Business Builder Show is available for your next important event. You can contact him at... 570-815-1626. Marty has facilitated hundreds of meetings in all kinds of settings. He has interviewed hundreds of CEOs, authors, professional speakers, and thought leaders from many different industries. Planning an important meeting? Want to feel confident you will achieve the results you planned for? Then call Marty Wolf at 570-815-1626 or log on to MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. Presenting the thought leaders of today, it's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to the Business Builders Show. You know, Tom and Carrie, I really hate publicly admitting some defeat, but I'm going to have to do that. In what sense? Okay. Susan Kane, C-A-I-N, wrote a book called... Quiet, the power of introverts in a world that can't stop talking. I've been trying for a couple of years to get Susan on the show, and I've not succeeded. So we're going to talk about Susan and her work because it's important. we got to talk about this information. Let me say the name of her book again. Quiet, the power of introverts in a world that can't stop talking. In addition to the book, Carrie, both of us have looked at her TED Talk. 
And um, just Google or go to TED Talk and type in her name, Susan, C-A-I-N. By the way, her TED Talk, Carrie, was the most watched TED Talk in 2012. Over 10 million people viewed it. Now, this is about introverts. If that many people listen to that TED Talk, there's got to be some value to this, right? Yes. So let's not dismiss this. There's there's some relevance to this. Um, you know, and to put it in the context of our show and what we do, it, it, what we're going to talk about, think about it being relative to if you're an educator, if you're a business owner, you're a manager, you're a supervisor, you get the idea. So let's talk about this in context of our professional life as well as our personal life. Um, I, I think it's really important to drive home that that thought process, Carrie, to be a better leader. And we're going to talk to wrap this around, you know, introversion, I guess. So Susan Kane started her TED Talk out by telling a story about herself. And what did she talk about? Carrie? Yeah, when she was nine years old, she went to a summer camp. And really, the only thing she brought back, brought with her in her luggage were all of her books. She loved to read, and that was a family trait. So she had a suitcase full of books, and she's going to summer camp. And she said, hey, you know, I'm going to summer, summer camp. This is going to be like a lot of fun. I'm going to be sitting with a bunch of girls wearing the same little uh, nightgowns kind of thing, and we're all going to sit around and share books together. How do you think that worked out, Tom? Nah, probably not. Nah, <laughs> Didn't work I don't out well think at all. So. <laughs> I don't think so. Because she said, hey, that's that's my idea of a good time. A good time, yeah, yeah. Right? Whereas she was told in certain terms, we're here to have fun and be rowdy and <laughs> say cheers and rah, rah, rah. So she did what probably happens in our world today. She put the books away, didn't she? Yes. Because the camp counselors are saying, you need to be more extroverted. you got to have more fun. So she put the books away for all summer. She put them under her bed. That probably happens a lot in our world. That's the kind of things we're going to talk about. And she felt personally injured because she thought her books might be mad at her, that she wasn't reading and enjoying her books. Yeah. So I guess we could call her an introvert, right, Tom? Um, I, Absolutely, that, yeah. That sounds like being introverted to me. You yeah. know, now let's point out some statistics. Again, we're pulling this right from her TED Talk. I have read the book. I love the book. But we're pulling this right from her TED Talk. You can go look, at, l- listen to it yourself. Here's a statistic. One-third to one-half of all people are introverts. So... Your spouse, your coworker, your clients, your team members, the person sitting next to you in this studio. One or two of us is an introvert or an extrovert. We're all giving each other the eyeball. <laughs> Who is it? Oh, I'll admit it. I am. I'll full blown admit it. We're going to dominate am. our extrovert in the room, and I believe that would be Carrie. Yes. Thank you. He's not. <laughs> this is good. We need both in the world. We need, we need both in the world. But think about that in a business, from a business perspective. A third to a half of people who are around you every day are introverts. So with that thought in your head, Carrie, she talks about what she says, the zone of stimulation. Okay. What, what, does she, what is she referring to when she talks about the zone of stimulation? All of us react to certain outside stimulation. Introverts prefer to generate their own stimulation. 
sit quiet, reflective, think, read, get in deep thought. Extroverts, like myself, need loud music. They need a lot of agitation going on around them. That's what feeds them. Hmm. So, again, let's put it into a business content context. Um, you're in the... Uh if you have people around you, you're working with people, Do you? is it important that you kind of have a feel for who is introverted versus who is extroverted? What I, do you think? I think the first thing you have to do is recognize there's two types of people. Uh, there you go. If so, you can recognize it, then you can appreciate what type they are and how they work and how they integrate with each other. Wow, what value we just brought to our business audience. First of all, recognize that this exists. Get this TED Talk. Read the book, uh, Susan Cain's book, to start at least understanding this because the question becomes, um, both for yourself and for your company, is you always ask yourself, well, how do I inspire my team? How do I engage my team? How do I get people to perform better? Don't you think having this understanding can help you a little bit? Don't you think this is important? For true success, you have to understand that. I think so. Now, let's go to our corporate world again. And let's let's just picture what we standard think of an introvert and carry as you described. They want to be by themselves a lot. They, you know, they, 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 they think more. They don't necessarily uh, walk around with a lampshade on their head. Uh, you know, those kinds of things. They're, they're kind of, we'll just lop, lop them all together. And although not intro, all introverts are that obvious, by the way, I'm an introvert, but introvert. That's how I like to see myself. Ari Weinswig from Zingerman's is a proclaimed introvert. He's done okay. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, but here's the question. Just in that context or in that description, Carrie and Tom, do you think that there is potentially a bias against introverts? Yes. Do you think that's happening? Yes, absolutely. That's how I've experienced it myself. Why did you hesitate to answer? <laughs> so, so, so tell me more. The, the one situation I was in, because I like to sit and reflect. I like to think about what is being said when it comes to the business. And I'm speaking from an employee standpoint. Right. I would sit and listen and then go about and do what I have to do. I was actually accused of not caring. Yeah, I think, uh, you, you know, when people read you, they might think you're shy or indifferent, mm. but you're really thinking deep on it. Mm. Just because I'm not showing any facial emotion or anything. I'm trying to soak it in. You're bringing it in. You're absorbing it. Do you it. even care, Tom? It. Yes, I do care. I just, I'm trying to process it. Exactly. Yeah. And, and we'll probably get more to this point in the second segment, but that's exactly right, Tom. Introverts tend to process it more carefully as opposed to an extrovert, which may just fly off the handle, give a quick response, be too fast with an answer. An introvert... At least statistically, usually we'll give it a little more thought, think a little deeper on the subject, maybe do a little research and come back with possibly a better solution. I try to describe it as instead of me reacting, I need a little time to be able to respond. So I'm not reacting. I'm responding. Absolutely. Great, great, great thought. Now, why are let's we're talking about this now. What happens in schools in many and in many workplaces, the fact is in schools now um, you're put into these pods mm-hmm. and you're communicating constantly. You are networking. You're driving yourself networking all the time. You know, if you're an introvert, are you comfortable in that environment? No, <laughs> especially when you're younger. 
it, yeah. it could close you off to certain things. It's it could make scary. You, it's it's scary, Tom. Yeah. I would agree with you. So this thought process is carrying into the business world. And our friends at Menlo Innovations in Ann Arbor, Michigan, they've talked about their workplace, that people are sitting in this wide open room. There's noise all over the place. They're sharing a computer. Wow. Well, the question is, how and when or if do you give people time to think? If your kids in schools, do you give them time to think? In the corporate world, are you giving people time to think? So if the statistics are saying we need some time Quiet time, some time for solitude, some times to think a little deeper, to reflect. What did you say? Reflect. And respond instead of react. I, I love that. So we're going to go deeper into this book. We're talking about Susan Cain's book, Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. So we're going to be back after the short break. You're listening to The Business Builders Show. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's The Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Marty Wolf here. I want to introduce you to my newest sponsor, Live Mercury. As you know, I put a premium on real-world experience. That's why, when I decided to upgrade my web presence, I sat down with Live Mercury, a digital agency that specializes in taking a strategic approach to success online. Every one of their strategy experts has extensive experience starting new ventures as well as working with existing businesses to achieve success. My new site just launched, and I'd love to know what you think. But I also have a very special offer for the first 10 listeners who go to 30minuteswithmymarketingcoach.com. I've asked Live Mercury to give the first 10 listeners who go to 30minuteswithmymarketingcoach.com a no-obligation 30-minute review of your website with the Live Mercury website strategy expert. Go to 30minuteswithmymarketingcoach.com right now and apply some real-world experience to your web presence. If you want to work until you keel over, have less of everything in retirement, or give back more of your hard-earned money to the stock market again, then just ignore me. But if you'd like to protect the money you save, receive a steady, predictable retirement income, and enjoy financial security for as long as you live, then listen to this. You can download a free report that reveals the wealth-building secrets Wall Street and the banks don't want you to know. You'll learn how you can get guaranteed growth, safety, and real prosperity without risking your money in the Wall Street casino and how to get the money you need when you need it simply by asking for it. This is the best way to have a 100% secure retirement and know your money will last as long as you do. To learn more about this method and to get your free report, go to 18security.com. That's the number 18security.com. 18security.com. Go to 18security.com. Informing, educating, and encouraging. The Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to the Business Builder Show. Our special guest, although she doesn't know it, is Susan Kane, C A I N, and her book is Quiet The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. I enjoyed that first segment, our prior segment. I think we had a good time. Now we're going to get, uh, we're going to continue it. We're going to talk about some research that says, oh boy, be careful how I say this, because I might get some introvert, extroverts, take that back, extroverts mad at me. There's some research that says that possibly introverts might be more creative, might be better leaders. 
Um, and in her book, in the TED Talk, she talks about some folks, Carrie, like uh, names like Rosa Parks, Gandhi, Steve Wozniak from Apple, Lincoln, and Dr. Seuss. Now, uh, Tom smiled when I said Dr. Seuss. Now, in her TED Talk, she talked about him. What did she say about Dr. Seuss? I, it was it was it was terrific. Yeah, Dr. Seuss used to write uh, in his home in California, um, and. It, Everybody knows Dr. Seuss. So, so so creative. So, you know, you just want to scream it when you read the book. Sure. He was very shy or introverted on meeting his audience, young kids. Because being an introvert and being so creative, he was afraid that the kids might not have thought, they might have thought a jovial Santa Claus right. wrote all these books. Right. And that wasn't him. Right. But his creativity was that way. Yeah. So he, he used to shy away from interacting with the kids because he built such a great creative mm-hmm. persona. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It, it, and again, you'll see, well, obviously, and, and she says this, and I think, I don't know if we said this in the first segment or not, but a, a lot of these kind of people are reluctant, reluctant extroverts. That was hard to say. Yeah. In other words, they're doing it for the well-being of the team, of the organization. They may step up. They're not doing that uh, spotlight, put the spotlight on themselves. When she mentioned Darwin, he would rather walk long walks in the woods and observe and think than to be the host of the toast of the town at a right. big party and be mingling with others. Tom, I think this makes sense that, for the most part, introverts can be more creative because they simply find the time to do it as opposed to constant motion. I also think you know what you just said is that they, they focus more on the team aspect and what they can do for the company or the team itself. And I think that's why introverts possibly could make better leaders. Yeah, and I, I, I like that. And I like to connect this to a book that a lot of people have read in the business world, Jim Collins's book, Good to Great. And he refers to level five leadership. And the general description of level five leadership is someone who is humble, generally pretty quiet. Um, you know, you get the idea, not the person who's making all the grand speeches and, and you know, running around the office, you know, high five and everybody. It's, it's generally not that person. These are people who are running big, big, big companies, right? Um, well, no bigger company than Apple. Take Steve Wozniak, for instance. He developed the first PC. Right. By himself, all alone. Terrified to leave his house, right? But then he connected with a great marketer, Steve Jobs. So the two of them connected, the yin and the yang. The rest is history. Perfect. And as far as I know, um, the other Steve was more of an extrovert than an introvert. But after reading his book, he was really an introvert. He was a professional introvert. introvert. When it was time to get on stage, he did it. And these so-called introverts that we're describing are generally, and these level five leaders, are focused on the well-being of the company. So I think we would agree, whether it's in school or in our business places, that giving that quiet time or that solitude, uh, going into the mountains, if you will, unplugging, taking time to sit and be calm, helps you with your discovery or your creativity is discovery and creativity important in our businesses today every cornerstone every business absolutely every business it's everything if you're always in motion and you don't have time to think 
and time to create new. Now, you came down from the mountain. Let's use that analogy. <laughs> Should you keep that idea to yourself? No. <laughs> no. No. So we're not talking about, you know, creating this great idea like Steve Wozniak did or anybody else and then keeping it to yourself. That's why, go back to your point here, team up. You do bring it back to the team. And if you don't feel comfortable comfortable presenting your idea, you find somebody who can and will. You should. You should get your idea out from under the basket. Yes. Have to. Have you, to. You have to. If you really are concerned about others. You can't keep the idea to yourself. So whether you're introverted or not, that doesn't mean that we stop working in teams. That doesn't mean we stop collaborating. Quite the contrary. All that Susan Cain is suggesting, that we may have gone too far into groupthink. Yes. Collaboration gone crazy. Yes. I mean, she talks about... In, in education now, they want collaboration with these students in mathematics. I always thought mathematics was a one-on-one process. You have to get it down in your head and then be able to use it functionally. Uh, you know, in my world, I would call that cheating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Tom, collaborate with me on this. You know, What'd you get for 16? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get this at all, this math thing, so collaborate with me, man. Give me the answer. Now, Pro- also, don't misunderstand this. When we're talking about being introverted, we're not talking about being a recluse. You know, no. we're, we're not hidden away in a cave somewhere, not talking to anybody. Of course not. You know, we can still bring things to the table. It's just In your com- style. Exactly. exactly. In your comfort level. So where did all this come from? And she refers to something that actually the first time I heard about, I heard about it was from Stephen Covey. And there's this um, opposing views, I guess, of what's called the character culture versus the personality culture. Going back before, I think it was 1920, 1930, Carrie, uh, business and everything was based on your character. It, it goes even deeper. Susan says it started with the when America started back mm. in the 1700s. Everything was based on character. Think of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, great statesmen. Integrity, character, honesty, doing what you say you're going to do, as opposed to what's now called or has been called a personality culture, personality culture, which is kind of like we look very favorably on the person of action as opposed to the person of depth. And that has carried through in our culture, in our workplaces, in our schools. And so what Susan Cain is suggesting, and again, reminding everyone, I may agree with a lot of what she's saying, but I'm sharing, we are sharing what Susan Cain has talked about in her book and what she has talked about in uh, in the TED Talk. Now, let me close out, Carrie, with the, she talks about her grandfather, who was a rabbi for 62 years, and she had some books that she showed at the TED Talk, and she said, these books came from my grandfather, and she talked about the fact that he was very introverted and even so much so that when he was talking to his congregation couldn't even make eye contact very introverted but obviously a very learned man very deep thinker he died and what happened was there was lines for blocks to give the police had to come and, and shut down streets for her grandfather there was depth there was a person who really did share his gifts in a very controlled way and people had deep respect for him do you think they considered him a leader absolutely absolutely is is right and so you know get the book please 
It's called Quiet, the Power of Introverts in a World that Can't Stop Talking by Susan Cain. That's C-A-I-N. And you can also get her TED Talk by just going to TED.com, typing in Susan Cain. We'll be right back on the Business Builders Show. Presenting the thought leaders of today. It's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Marty Wolf here. I want to introduce you to my newest sponsor, Live Mercury. As you know, I put a premium on real-world experience. That's why, when I decided to upgrade my web presence, I sat down with Live Mercury, a digital agency that specializes in taking a strategic approach to success online. Every one of their strategy experts has extensive experience starting new ventures as well as working with existing businesses to achieve success. My new site just launched, and I'd love to know what you think. But I also have a very special offer for the first 10 listeners who go to 30 Minutes with my marketing coach.com. I've asked Live Mercury to give the first 10 listeners who go to 30 minutes with my marketing coach.com a no obligation 30 minute review of your website with the Live Mercury website strategy expert. Go to 30 minutes with my marketing coach.com right now and apply some real world experience to your web presence. For your next regional or national meeting, are you looking for a professional facilitator to keep things on track so your meeting meets the objectives? Have you assembled a group of subject matter experts for a panel and you need a moderator who is skilled in keeping the conversation focused on what really matters? Do you want a speaker for your next meeting who will engage the audience in a way that makes the meeting fun and memorable? Marty Wolf of The Business Builder Show is available for your next important event. You can contact him at... 570-815-1626. Marty has facilitated hundreds of meetings in all kinds of settings. He has interviewed hundreds of CEOs, authors, professional speakers, and thought leaders from many different industries. Planning an important meeting? Want to feel confident you will achieve the results you planned for? Then call Marty Wolf at 570-815-1626. Or log on to MartyWolfBusinessSolutions.com. Presenting the thought leaders of today, it's the Business Builders Show with Marty Wolf. Welcome back to the Business Builders Show. Susan Kane, her book, Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. Her TED Talk. Just Google the name or go to TED.com and Google Susan Kane. Marty, I'm going to vote right now that that was one of our best interviews without having an interview. <laughs> it was it was a high quality interview. She, she didn't know fantastic. she was so good, right? No, no. it was excellent. Did not. It was excellent. <laughs> it was okay. To connect our first segment and to connect our interview, our pseudo interview with Susan Kane. Um, we're going to talk about another article from Success Magazine, Digital Edition from, the, from February. The title of this one is Four Tips to Turn Off the Distractions. Remember in segment when we talked about distractions? Well, we're going to go a little deeper on that. And this author first starts out with a great question to tee this up and to start us thinking about this. Think the grass is greener on the other side of your attention? Question mark. Think the grass is greener on the other side of your attention? So you're doing something, all of a sudden pops into your brain. You think, oh, that's something better to do. Don't we all do that? Don't we think that way sometimes? I've been guilty. I've been guilty of that. I've been guilty of that. So 
Um, distractions. Sometimes the uh, word multitasking comes into uh, the discussion of multitasking. So um, the ongoing discussion is, can you really multitask? And uh, the general consensus is, Carrie, can you or can you not Let's really take multitask? A vote here. Okay. I say nay. I say nay. I say nay also. And there's science behind that. And, and this article points that out. University of Michigan, by the way, our friends in Ann Arbor, right? Uh, University of Michigan um, say you, you just can't, you can't think about two things at the same time. What's happening is you're switching back and forth. You're thinking about this. You're thinking about that. You can't possibly give real depth and get real benefit out of that. So... With this kind of being, you know, the thought process, this uh, article um, has some tips to turn off the distraction. Tip number one, raise your standards and take control. The same kind of thinking that got you to the distractions won't help you avoid them. What got you here now? You can't keep doing what you've always done. You got to change something. Mm-hmm. You got to think about it. And that's really the cornerstone of the evolution of any business. You got to do something you different. You have to evolve and you have to change. Yeah. That's the definition of insanity. Correct. Is doing the same thing and over and over, and over again, again and expecting different results. Mm-hmm. And then if you know the results and continue to do it, then you're just really crazy. Here's the other thing. A lot of people enjoy the distractions, Tom. They love it. They That's love going nuts. from thing to thing to thing to thing. You know, but boy, if you want to be productive, um, I, I think you got to rethink about it. So you got to think about how... How you spend your time? What do you value? Because that what's co- important to you? That comes in back to what we've talked about throughout the show over the last two and a half years. Really, we only have time inventory. Where you apply your time is going to uh, have the benefits. How you spend your time is how you spend your life. It's that simple. And if you're spending your time going from thing to thing to thing without a plan, without really looking at what's really important, personally or professionally, time's going to pass and you're going to say, oh, boy. I got nothing accomplished. Oh, boy. You know? And remember this. There's no distraction worth compromising your integrity, professional reputation, or the bottom line. So what what do they mean by that? The only thing I have with this article, Carrie, is that it tells us, keeps us at too high a level. So I'm going to keep trying to bring okay. it down. So a distraction that m- might compromise your integrity. For instance, a Facebook post mm. that, oh boy, you know, you just went ahead and threw something out there. Seemed funny at the time. <laughs> Seemed funny at the time, right? <laughs> you know, when you do things like that, those are things that could potentially affect your reputation and affect your bottom line. Now, take that further, Marty. Now you got to do damage control. Yeah. So what seemed funny or offbeat, now you got to apologize or backtrack. And you'll never, you'll never. And you'll never win everybody over. But then you got a day and a half wasted on a silly little Facebook page. Well, I'm suggesting don't even bother to retract. (laughs) Don't even waste your time trying to do it because it's out there forever. You're not just go forward. Keep moving forward would be my suggestion. You know, Um, you know, and and excuses don't count. You had an excuse you needed. You just were kind of like debriefing yourself. You were having some fun. You were in the middle of a project. You stopped. You looked at your Facebook post. Um, Stop that. Stop it. Number two, in terms of turning off distractions, anticipate the kinds of distractions likely to sidetrack you. What does sidetrack you? Let's talk about some other things. You guys think of anything else? What, what, what do you do every day that might distract you? 
Well, you, you, the emails come. You think it's that big proposal coming over. Oh, got to look. Oh, gee, I think the contract's here. Uh, oh, gosh, the kids just sent me an email. Says something must be wrong at school. Um, Uncle George sent me an email, like, uh, you know, that's going to talk about the upcoming whatever. Right. And you're in the middle of a deep project, and you stop, and you look at that email. Eh. I don't know. What else? Anything else we can think about in my terms of brain, distractions? My brain is a distraction. If I think of one thing, it can send me off on a tangent in a completely different direction. So I've got to stop thinking and just focus on what I was focusing on to begin with. Now, well, Tom, take your one brain and times it by 11. Okay. That's how my brain operates. God bless you, man. <laughs> yeah. I'll think of a song. I'll think of an artist. I'll think it's, oh, oh, oh geez. Oh, I saw them that in Cincinnati. And then, yeah. <laughs> well, yep. anticipate. This is what this point is. Anticipate. Recognize, you know, that these things are distractions. You know, and that's what they are. They're not usually stress relievers they're distractions okay and another thing is if you work in an office you sometimes have somebody that comes in the morning and uh, wants to talk to you about their long weekend and they spend 15 minutes and you have responsibility to get a project done by nine o'clock oh boy now that's a distraction here's one marty and this is a good distraction from a from a personal perception way back when when we started working together where our offices were connected to each other. And I'd come up with a great idea on a marketing plan we're working on. And I'd run over to your office and say, Marty, I just thought about this. If we do this, blah, 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 blah. You'd say, great, Carrie, but why don't you collect them all? And at the end of the day, we'll go over all 10 of them oh, instead no. of just running back and forth because I was just so enthralled with the idea at the time. Thank goodness I was kind to you, though, huh? Yes, you were. Yes, <laughs> but you but were. I handled it well. Yes, I, I must were. have read this article earlier. So yes, there's a great suggestion on that person coming into you Monday morning to tell you about your weekend, how you can handle that. There you go. You know what? Later on at 6 o'clock, we're all going out together. We're going for uh, whatever. You know, we're, you talk to me about it then. In the meantime, I got to get this project finished. Right. Another thought process in terms of tips to turn off the distractions. Plan, commit, and execute. Since we know what our distractions are, why don't you write down some things that you know what they are. Come up with a plan of attack. Write it down. Brainstorm some things to yourself and maybe to others. And focus on what you want to achieve. Plan, commute, uh, commit rather, and execute. Think about those things. The last point is what they call cultivate sensory acuity. All that means is Check, write something down and be aware that you're going to check yourself at 10 o'clock. How am I doing? I like the idea of checking your time, you know, uh, looking at your schedule and saying, have I accomplished? It's 1030. Have I accomplished what I want to accomplish? It's also a great way to set a goal. Uh, and get the important stuff done early. I think that's really, really important. You know, and I don't like all this detail, but quite frankly, if you want to be a winner, you got to dig a little deeper into it. Again, this comes from Success Magazine, the digital edition, and this is four tips to turn off the distractions. Hopefully, we were not too distracting as you were driving down the road or listening on iTunes and however you were listening on the Bull Gold Media app, whatever you were doing, okay? So, are you calmer now? We weren't really calm at the end there. We we're all fired up. <laughs> Have you decided to think and act more on purpose with thoughtful actions instead of being pushed or pulled into the fast 
current of information that may not be relevant to your life or to your career. Remember Scott McCain talked about we're no longer in the information age. We are in the insight age. And the only way you're going to get into the insight age and take advantage of that is slow down a little bit, think a little deeper, pay more attention, and try to avoid the distractions. Have a written plan. Get better at it. Business Builder Show is on, on iTunes, so you can listen to us anywhere, anytime. My special guest next week will be our friend Terry Brock. Terry was at the Consumer Electronics Show recently, and he'll be sharing his insights from the show. Insights we can use to build our businesses and our careers. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bringing the business classroom to you. It's the Business Builder Show with Marty Wolf. Marty Wolf here. I want to introduce you to my newest sponsor, Live Mercury. As you know, I put a premium on real-world experience. That's why, when I decided to upgrade my web presence, I sat down with Live Mercury, a digital agency that specializes in taking a strategic approach to success online. Every one of their strategy experts has extensive experience starting new ventures as well as working with existing businesses to achieve success. My new site just launched, and I'd love to know what you think. But I also have a very special offer for the first 10 listeners who go to 30 Minutes with My Marketing Coach.com. I've asked Live Mercury to give the first 10 listeners who go to 30 Minutes with My Marketing Coach.com a no obligation 30 minute review of your website with the Live Mercury website strategy expert. Go to 30 Minutes with My Marketing Coach.com right now and apply some real world experience to your web presence. If you want to work until you keel over, have less of everything in retirement, or give back more of your hard-earned money to the stock market again, then just ignore me. But if you'd like to protect the money you save, receive a steady, predictable retirement income, and enjoy financial security for as long as you live, then listen to this. You can download a free report that reveals the wealth-building secrets Wall Street and the banks don't want you to know. You'll learn how you can get guaranteed growth, safety, and real prosperity without risking your money in the Wall Street Casino and how to get the money you need when you need it simply by asking for it. This is the best way to have a 100% secure retirement and know your money will last as long as you do. To learn more about this method and to get your free report, go to 18security.com. That's the number 18security.com. 18security.com. Go to 18security.com.